It's the Americhips with Kim Monson. Now, while this is all going on, I went through President Trump's speech and uh, Chuck and Nancy's rebuttal. The most important story. The American people finally said enough, and that is why they elected Donald Trump. The latest in politics and world affairs. Britain's version of Medicare for All is struggling with long waits for care. And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. Because ideas matter. It's the Americhicks. Dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. We are in a battle of ideas here in our state and in our country, and we need to talk about them. We need to be able to get our brains around them so that we converse with our friends, our family, and our colleagues. And when we look at each of these issues, the question that we look at is freedom versus force, force versus freedom. And ultimately, socialism comes down to force. And uh, as we look at these issues, uh, many times when people are making these socialist arguments, uh, they may be to make you feel good, but did you really do good? We have to look at the effects on that. We are seeing the socialization of transportation, education, energy, housing, and water. And uh, those are all the things that, if they're done well, everyday people thrive and flourish and prosper. And that is what we are working for, is for people to thrive and flourish and prosper, certainly within being responsible stewards of our communities, of our environment. Um, But ultimately, uh, I think that this agenda that has been moving forward, this uh, socialist Marxist agenda that we are seeing in Colorado, ultimately doesn't like everyday hardworking people. But before we get into all of that, thank you to producer Steve, thank you to Zach, Patty, Keith, and Charlie for your support and for your good work. I greatly appreciate you keeping this train on the track, and thank you for each of you that is listening out there. Uh, You are valued, you're treasured, you have a purpose, and today, uh, as you go about your day, strive for excellence, take care of your heart, soul, your mind, and your body. So jumping in here, we're going to be talking with um, uh, Jane Maher. She is the founder of the Boulder Tapas and Topics uh, Women's Discussion Group, and uh, it'll be really interesting for you to hear uh, what's going on up there, but she, for for 9-11, which is coming up here, uh, she is participating and putting a team together for the uh, 9-11 Stair Challenge here in Colorado. So we'll chat with her about topics and topics and also about this really cool thing that they're putting together. And I think anybody can probably be on that team. And then in segments three and four, Scott Watley, who is another KLZ host, he is the host of Sportsman of Colorado as well as Haystack Help Radio. And we'll talk with him about uh, a variety of things. But uh, certainly uh, firearms are involved in hunting, and uh, with all these red flag laws, sportsmen out there could be at risk of having their firearms uh, confiscated as well. So it'll be a really interesting conversation. So, Steve, uh, it's Friday. Are you pleased that it's Friday? The phrase TGIF has never meant more <laughs> than it does today. Today? <laughs> well, it is Friday and the weekend is coming up. And because we're going to be talking with Scott Watley in segments three and four, and he's a sportsman, I was thinking, okay, who is a sportsman that I can go to for inspirational quotes today? And Teddy Roosevelt, he was the 26th president of the United States. He served from 1901 to 1909. 
He was a leader of the Republican Party, and he became then a driving force for the progressive era in the United States in the early 20th century. And his face is depicted on Mount Rushmore alongside George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Abraham Lincoln. I was going to throw that to you, Steve. I was going to say, who's the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? But I was figured you already knew that, right? Given enough time, I could have spit it out. But being put on the spot like that, I would have made a real (laughs) jerk out of myself. Well, that's why I went ahead. So it is George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Now, when the war was declared in 1898 on Spain, Teddy Roosevelt organized the first volunteer cavalry known as the Rough Riders. They were sent to fight in Cuba. And Roosevelt was a brave and well-publicized military leader. And the charge of the Rough Riders on foot up Kettle Hill during the Battle of Santiago made him the biggest national hero to come out of the Spanish-American War. And I thought a little history. I take it for granted sometimes that when I quote are quoting these people that everybody remembers who they are. But I think a little refresher is a good idea, Steve. So we talked about and probably adding that in. So uh, onward and upward here. Uh, We'll talk about our inspirational quote for today is, Believe you can and you're halfway there. That is Teddy Roosevelt. He says, Believe you can and you're halfway there. And also I thought I'd use a quote of his for the funnies today. He says, When they call the roll in the Senate, the senators do not know whether to answer present or not guilty. (laughs) So there you have it. (laughs) No. Think how far we've come. If that was funny in his day, uh, again, think how far we have come, and not so much, you know, <laughs> in a good way. Wow, it uh, it means even more today. Well, you know what? I think part of that is is that things never change. Ultimately, and that's one of the things that uh, about the great thing about the Constitution is that the founders understood that human nature doesn't change. Uh, We all have, every generation has the same fights. As Ronald Reagan said, we're never more than one generation away from losing our freedom. Every generation has to fight for it. So this is nothing new. The progressive era era from, and I wanted to do more research on Teddy Roosevelt. I was looking for books on him. But his um, progressivism, I think, is totally different than the progressivism that we're seeing today. Now, this progressivism is basically almost a tyranny. And uh, going through the headlines here, um, I think, well, let's go through the headlines first of all. Um, I want to talk with Jason McBride about Google when we talk to him at the end of the hour. Because um, Michelle Malkin did a piece. She said, stop mental health data mining of our kids and deplatform Google from public schools. Steve, I've been very uncomfortable with how much technology, how, how every kid is given an iPad and uh, a Google password and, um, and uh, at school and come to find out that Google has ba- basically been looking at kids trying to determine <clears throat> their mental health. That is not their, um, that's not their role. And they're also doing it without uh, parents' permission. And so they were recently fined for doing this. This is against the law. It goes against FERPA. We talked about that the other day, which is a um, federal law that was put in place to protect data mining of our kids. And this is very serious. And so when we talk to uh, Jason McBride, um, I want to ask him what happened with Google on that. Now, Trevor Loudon in the Epic Times has written a piece, Mile High Marxists, Will the Communists Conquer Colorado? 
He says, Colorado is suffering under socialism. This once proudly Republican Western state is getting bluer and bluer. Not only does the state have a far-left governor in Jared Polis, but bona fide Marxists and communists are winning public office in the Denver area and competing statewide. Denver has a small Communist Party, USA Club, and some Maoist presence in the form of the Liberation Road and the Freedom Road, uh, which was a socialist organization, and even a small section of the pro-North Korea for socialism and liberation. But the real mover and shaker on the mile-high left is the Democrat Socialists of America. And despite its moderate-sounding name, and it's uh, the Democrat Socialist of America, DSA, is a bona fide com, um, communist organization that advocates, advocates for the abolition of all prisons, borders, and through its Green New Deal, all significant private business and U.S. military. Now, Steve, how do you think that's going to protect everyday people if we uh, have no borders and we have no military? What do you think about that? Well, we spoke earlier uh, as we get ready to do this show. I I look at articles like that. They grab you by the throat and I say, what is their motivation? What is it about our current establishment, our founding, that these people dislike so much? And I think you – I was fumbling for an explanation, but you found something uh, – was it Roosevelt? Yeah, and <clears throat> this is out of – excuse me, Bill Federer's um, Miracles in American History. And I was reading this yesterday, and this is from FDR, and this is from his State of the Union address, January 6, 1942. He says, Our enemies are guided by brutal cynicism, by an unholy contempt for the human race. That pretty much says it right there, Steve, but I continue on. He says, We are inspired by a faith which goes back through all the years to the first chapter of the book of Genesis, that God created man in his own image. We on our side are striving to be true to that divine heritage. We are fighting as our fathers have fought to uphold the doctrine that all men are equal in the sight of God. Now, right there, Steve, that is the big difference with this intersectionality that has been taught in our colleges and our universities, defining people as groups instead as that each man is equal in the sight of God. That is the big difference right there. And that is the difference between the American idea and every other form of government throughout the, uh, throughout history. He said, And FDR continues on. He said, those on the other side are striving to destroy this deep belief and to create a world in their own image, a world of tyranny and cruelty and serfdom. Steve, that was in 1942, and that, I think, is describing what's going on here. I want to continue on, though. It says, today, the DSA, the Democrat Socialist uh, Party, here has a major local in Denver, about 300 members, a smaller branch in Boulder, plus active units in Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, and La, and La Plata County, which is Durango. In March 2018, the Democrat the Democratic, I'm not going to call them Democratic, the Democrat Party of Denver officially explicitly adopted socialism into its platform. This is what they said, my listeners. They said, we believe the economy should be democratically owned and controlled in order to serve the needs of the many, not to make profits for the few. S uh, Steve, right there, the word controlled, the word mandated. 
that is force. When you hear those words, that means that they will use force. And we look at these issues as freedom versus force. So do we want to have a few people control all this? I don't think so. Continues on. The move was organized by Denver DSAers who petitioned Denver County Democrat Assembly delegates to vote for an amendment to the official party platform. The amendment passed with overwhelming support and is now part of the Democrat Party of Denver's uh, platform preamble. According to the Socialist Journal in these times, Denver DSA Chair Christopher Doubles tells in these times that there are initially some op- was there was initially some open opposition to the proposal, including a number of delegates who told him it would never pass. But when the vote came up, however, of the nearly 1,000 uh, present, roughly 90% raised their cards in approval. So they capitulated. Uh, earlier in the month, 15 members of the Denver DSA were elected as delegates during the Democrat Party of Denver Caucus, running on a pledge to bring new enthusiasm to the party and help spark more engagements from youth. Nearly all of the newly elected delegates are under the age of 30. They say they were surprised by how little resistance they faced and how open the local party was to empowering uh, of a slate of socialists. Now, continuing on, it says um, there's a, a variety of um, socialist feminists. Julie Bolanos was, um, let's see, uh, was an unsuccessful attempt to get on the Denver School Board, but we need to be aware, be wary of that. And Julie Gonzalez uh, is... Um, Let's see. She was elected, it looks like, to the Colorado State Senate. But the one that I'm really concerned about, and it says, The biggest shock to conservative Coloradans came in June of 2019 when Democratic Socialist member Candy Sidabaka won a nonpartisan seat on the Denver City Council. And this is what she said. I don't believe that our current economic system actually works. Capitalism by design is extractive, and in order to generate profit in a capitalist system, something has to be exploited. She says, I believe in community ownership of land, labor, resources, and distribution of those resources. And so whatever that morphs into, I think it is what will serve community the best, and I'm excited to usher it in by any means necessary. Uh, Steve, I know we're going to need to go to break, but I want to make a point here. Candy Sidabaka was uh, awarded a Daniels Scholarship. And Bill Daniels was, uh, you know, who basically built the cable industry. He was one of the initial guys in the cable industry in America. And people traded their hard-earned dollars for that service because they they felt that cable coming into their home made their lives better. And um, Bill Daniels was an entrepreneur. He was a conservative. And his, you know, he created all of this wealth, and he felt education was so important. But now we are giving scholarships for our students to go to universities to study under Marxists to come out and try to ruin our country. Uh, I think if Bill Daniels ever realized that this was really what was going on, he might have rethought exactly what, you know, what his money would go to. Because, I mean, it's absolutely brilliant in some ways, in a diabolical way that these Marxists and socialists have figured out how to get conservatives to fund their their agenda. And we need to stop and we need to push back on that. So, Steve, I know that we need to go to break. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking with Jane Maher. She is the founder of the Boulder Tapas and Topics Group. And uh, also she's doing something very special on 9-11. We'll be right back. 
At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans who live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. Catch all the games at Hooters and enjoy a butter Bud Light draft with 10 boneless wings, just $10. Dine for two with the pitcher and nachos, just $20. You want to succeed, so you need to dress for the job, event, or relationship that you seek. For over 30 years, entrepreneur, stylist, and Americhick Kim Munson has been helping women look their very best. And guys, Kim can help you with made-to-measure shirts that fit great and you'll love to wear. Guys and gals, if you want to up your game and freshen your look, email Kim at Americhicks.com for your initial style consult. Kim at Americhicks.com. All AmeriChick sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the AmeriChicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at AmeriChicks.com. That's AmeriChicks.com. Hey, welcome back. I am Kim Munson. We are dissecting these issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. I'm thrilled to be having a conversation with my friend, Jane Maher. Jane, you are the founder of the Boulder Topics and Topics Group, which is a sister to my initial discussion group that I started back in 2012. And we have several of these discussion groups throughout the state. Uh, we have one in uh, in Lone Tree, where I live. And then we have um, Jefferson County. There's two there, uh, Boulder, Fort Collins, Northwest Denver. And so it's just great to have you on the line, Jane. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Well, good. And I always love coming up to the Boulder Topics and Topics. You have an, a, an amazing group of women up there. Well, you know what? In Boulder, we have to stick together because there's not necessarily a lot of us, but we all feel very strongly about the principles of conservatism. And we love to get together, have some fun, maybe have some discussion. Um, sometimes we read a book and discuss a, a good book. It's, it's really been a, a great experience for me, too. Well, um, and I think that it, it empowers each of us to engage in this battle of ideas because I really think that it's a small group that has kind of taken over the narrative out there and been pushing that that narrative forward. And I don't know if you heard in the first segment where I quoted from FDR's uh, State of the Union address in January of 1942, but he said, Our enemies are guided by brutal cynicism, by an unholy contempt for the human race. And ultimately, I think that, that that's a battle that we're in right now. So I just love love the fact of getting together. And if any people are out there are interested in more information about the Tapas and Topics groups, you can email me at kim at americhicks.com, and I'll get you some more information. But let's just jump in here. You're doing something really special on 9-11. You and the girls up in Boulder are putting a, together a team for this 9-11 stair challenge. Yes. It turned out that our regular tapas and tapas date fell on 9-11, and um, I just was looking to do something a little different. And across my radar came this information about the 9-11 stair climb at Red Rocks, and I put it out to the group, and I said, hey, what about if we uh, think about participating this year? And a group raised their hand and said, yes, we'd love to. We think it's a great idea. So 
we formed a team and we're planning on participating. Now, can uh, girls from the other uh, Tapas and Topics groups join in? Uh, we'd love to. In fact, we do. We have a half a dozen women participating, and one woman is not our regular Tapas and Topics. I actually, she's a um, a friend that I know through the Air Force Academy. She had a ch- child go through the same time as our son. So she also said, "Oh, she jumped in also." So we'd love to open it up to other people. We um, and we say women, but men are welcome also. It's not, um, especially in this particular event, we'd love to have anybody who's interested. And, um, yeah, come think about joining us. It's next Wednesday morning, and we'll be meeting at 815 at the Red Rocks facility. Okay, well, fantastic. Well, Jane, thank you so much. And if people want more information, if they want to join, what's the name? I love the name that you guys uh, chose for the team. We're, We're the Freedom Flowers, and it rhymes with Freedom Towers. So, um you know, we thought that was kind of a fun name, um, and that's the team. You know, you can also, people can donate on behalf of our team. If you go to the Stair Climbs website and find the one in Denver and look up our name, Freedom Flowers, it's, there's an easy way to donate also. And wh- what is that website? Um, the website itself, you know, it has a funny name. If you just Google um, stair, you know, nine eleven stair climbs. And okay, and then Colorado. get to Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, fantastic. Well, um, and do you have to be in really good shape? I think I'd like to try to join you guys, but I'm not in great shape. <laughs> so that's going to be a great question. Um, the 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 goal is to climb stairs equivalent to 110 towers or 110 floors. Excuse me. Um, I can't imagine that everybody that gets there is going to be capable of it. But think about it. It will give, you, give us all such an appreciation of what those firefighters attempted to do. So, I mean, kudos to anyone who makes it. But even if we don't, just think of the appreciation we will have in the perspective of what happened that day on 9-11. Uh, that's a really a great idea. So, Jane, thank you so much for organizing that. Thank you for the good work that you do with Tapas and Topics and all the other things that you do. Well, thank you. Okay. We're going to jump over to Jason McBride. Jason McBride, uh, there's a lot going on out there, but what about Google? You know, they got hit with this fine for the data mining on our kids. Um, what do you think about that? Oh, hold on. Let me wake up from uh, the amount of the fine and compared to how much money they make. <laughs> you know, okay. I wouldn't call it shocking. Yeah, $170 million. Uh, last year, Google's bottom line net income was almost $31 billion. So this fine was, uh, uh, yeah, it's barely a speeding ticket, and I'm not sure that uh, it's going to have a big effect. Hopefully, though, there'll be a lot of uh, public shaming like there would be uh, with, with other companies, and I think that could have more of an effect on them. Well, I tell you, this is really serious stuff that they're doing. And it was illegal. And data mining on our kids, that is an issue I'm learning more and more about. And Google, you know, it has all kinds of information. We, in, in many ways, we like Google because, you know, like the Google um, Sheets, a lot of people have, uh, you know, Google Docs, Google, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's more convenient. And also all these Gmail accounts. But I think there's some real danger with Google as well. 
Well, yeah, Google probably knows just about everything about every person, uh, you know, in the United States, certainly, and then spreading to the rest of the face of the planet. I was reading a little bit about uh, the fine and the article and a couple other places, too, and, it, you know, this is related a lot to, like, uh, kids watching videos on YouTube. Uh, they would send them surveys and that type of thing and then target them with uh, with ads, and they said they're going to stop doing that. So, uh, you know, there's big concern. Well, what are these creators of children's content on YouTube going to do now? And you do kind of feel bad for someone if that's their business, and all of a sudden it's going to get uh, uh, depleted or whatever. But at the same time, I'm kind of saying, well, good. Maybe if there isn't anything, you know, these kids want to watch on YouTube, they'll go out and shoot some baskets or something instead. Yeah, you know what? We need to continue to to shut all that stuff off and get back to, uh, you know, writing. I think with pen and paper, and uh, instead of getting all that information, you know, to Google. And so let let's watch this. This is pretty serious. Now, one other thing: the jobs report comes out today, right? Yeah, we had a pretty good uh, indicator yesterday, uh, where where jobs were uh, increased uh, hundred and ninety five thousand versus a hundred and forty thousand estimate uh... today's our our big jobs report once a month non-farm payrolls are expected to be uh, about one hundred and sixty thousand uh... everything else about unchanged three point seven unemployment uh... small increase in year-over-year earnings three point two percent that's good you know if people are making more money so we'll see what's what's coming out uh... but that's always a big one uh, every, you know, at the end of, uh, you know, each month or the beginning on, on this big Friday. Okay, well, we'll talk about it on Monday, how the uh, markets reacted to that. So Jason McBride, Presidential Wealth Management. Check out chickspresidential.com. That's chickspresidential.com. And we will be right back. We're going to be talking with Scott Watley. Jason, have a great weekend. All right. Bye-bye, Kim. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. As a director with the National Association of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Karen Levine believes in homeownership. Because of Karen's love of dogs, Karen volunteers with GER, Golden Retriever Rescue of the Rockies, helping Golden Retrievers find their forever homes. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by Kim Munson. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. Don't miss Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, a study of the Federalist Papers. Join Kim Munson at Water's Edge Winery in Centennial or Colorado Cork and Keg in Castle Rock. In Fort Collins, attend Vino and Veritas at Ginger and Baker. Kim Munson would like to thank Presidential Wealth Management Loveland, Presidential Wealth Management Greenwood Village, Tina Francone with Straightforward Shooting, and Grand Lake U.S. Constitution Week for their generous support. Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, a study of the Federalist Papers. Sign up today. Social media is important to the AmeriChicks since it's an avenue we can utilize to hear from and speak to all of our friends. For those of you who enjoy listening to the show, we'd love to hear what's on your radar. 
follow us and talk to us at AmeriChicks Twitter and Facebook pages. Also, if you're a business owner who could benefit from some extra foot traffic from like-minded friends, consider advertising on the AmeriChicks radio show. Contact us at AmeriChicks.com or email Kim at AmeriChicks.com. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. Find a full list of advertising partners on AmeriChicks.com. Oh, give me land, lots of land under starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Hey, welcome back. I am Let Kim Munson, and we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Thrilled to have in studio with me Scott Watley, one of my fellow colleagues here at KLZ 560. Kim, how are you? Well, I'm good. It's great to have you here. It is great to be with you. And, uh, I, you know, I need to know a little bit more about you. You have uh, two different radio shows on KLZ 560. From noon to 1 uh, o'clock every day, Monday through Friday, you have Haystack Help. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay, Haystack Help, we started back in 2009. Um, Chris Kane, a uh, really good friend of mine, we were with a another entity of referral sources, and uh, we decided to start our own deal. And so we um, went to CBS Channel 4 here in Denver, and we're with them a number of years as well with um, different type programming. Most of you are familiar with a show like Colorado and Company and Mm -hmm. different shows like that. Well, we wanted to do something a little bit different. Number one, we wanted to background check companies before they could come on. And make sure what a a fine idea, (laughs) make sure they were licensed, they were insured, uh, they had good records with the Better Business Bureau and just do a little bit of due diligence before we got on and said, this company's great, you know, and uh, which most people don't do. They're in it for just the advertising dollars and nothing wrong with that. But we just wanted to do something different. And we didn't want to show um, that was an hour long of just advertiser after advertiser. So what we went to CBS with the idea of saying, hey, look, what are shows people are already watching? And at the time, uh, Rachel Ray, Oprah, mm-hmm. Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. So what we got them to do was take 10, 30 second ads out of an hour and give us a five-minute spot in the middle of Rachel Ray and Oprah and Dr. Phil. Wow. And uh, and then our clients could come on TV. And so we did that for uh, nine years uh, with CBS uh, here in Denver. And then uh, they decided they wanted to do their own show, and so they're doing that now, which is fine. But back then, I mean, a lot of the... TV is a little bit more costly, and so we got to think, you know, what can we do for um, normal small mom-and-pop businesses to help them get business? So we called KLZ 560 and said, hey, you know, we'd like to do a radio show to go along with our TV show and have something that's affordable for clients to come on and tell who they are and what they do and what they do to help people. And uh, so we started that here. I believe in 2010 uh, with KLZ 560. And we were in the afternoons. We were three to four for a while in the afternoons. They went three to five in the afternoons. And then um, John Rush. Uh, Things get moved around, around sometimes. Got moved yeah. around. And, and um, um, Ramsey was on from noon to like two or three here. And then, you know, they departed. So then we took the noon to one slot. And okay. so we've been doing it ever since and uh, have really good companies uh, with us that have been, you know, longtime faithful supporters. And then, you know, and the radio has done them really well, too. Great. Yeah. Well, that's great. And just to note, all of my sponsors, uh, I purchase my time here on KLC. As and, do I. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's great. Sure. 
And it's and and it can be uh, actually it's great. What that means is is you have full editorial control, Absolutely. of course, within reason. Right. But that also means that you're you do everything as far as getting your own advertisers and all. And so I like you, all of the people that you hear um, that are on my show as sponsors. You can go to my website and, and take a look at that. I know all of them. I, I vouch for all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, same kind of thing. Absolutely. So. And you know we've had great relationships with a lot. Of it. Uh, I've had the same mortgage gentleman, Kurt Rogers, Ford Winters Mortgage, all these years, Len Lyle, Chevrolet, you know, so. Uh, a lot of times, and I have a new a mortgage oh, person coming okay, on with good. me. So, and, and you know, <laughs> that's it, Lauren Levy. Yeah, and it's great because um, you know, a lot of times you hear radio hosts, you know, month after month changing people because uh-huh. sponsors change, and that happens. It does I mean, happen. just you know, it does happen. But it is great when uh, you do develop those relationships and people uh, trust you for them. And uh, I mean, Dan, I just picked up a truck from Dan Johnson at Len Lyle Chevrolet, drove it to Colby, Kansas, Saturday to meet a, a friend of mine that was buying a new truck, picked up his trade-in, drove it back here, so I had an eight-hour morning uh, really, really quick. But, I mean, it has worked out really, really well, you know, finding that right sponsor, me sticking with them, them sticking with Mm -hmm. me, and uh, has just worked out really, really good. So, I think that that is just terrific, and, you know, vetting these people, and it saves folks a lot of time, because I know you are a trusted voice. You've been doing this since, since you mentioned here in KLZ for nine years so you are a trusted voice on that because i mean i always tell people you know it's easy to take advertising dollars and say someone's great but i mean if you needed a carpet cleaner and you had to be here at work and you said scott can i leave a key under my mat and Mm -hmm. all your stuff still be there and your carpets be clean Mm -hmm. i mean that's the kind of trust we want to have in people and so we really try to do our due diligence and um finding out and again making sure they're insured and and they just do business right and i go and meet with every person that wants to be on you know haystack help or we also uh, rebranded our our senior program that we're doing and we and that is called referrals for seniors now and um, it was senior resource of Colorado but we have uh, taken that to a different platform and uh, so what we're trying to do there is help people because a lot of us that are 55 plus and 60 plus, you know, we're caring mm-hmm. for maybe loved ones and don't know really where to go to mm-hmm. for different mm-hmm. things. So we're, we're not trying to make that a directory as such as just trying to find several good contacts in different fields. So us as caregivers and family members have trusted sources to go to again, because there's many books out there for seniors and all that. And I mean, you and I could buy a full page ad in one of those books and say, we have a senior in home mm-hmm. care business and they never check anything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so I just don't want to do that. So and is that incorporated within Haystack Within Help? Haystack Help, okay. yes. It is a separate website, referralsforseniors.com. Okay. And um, and so if there you know, are any businesses out there and you're in that industry and you'd like to know more, yeah, get in touch with us here at the station. But it's just something that we uh, decided. My sister was a, a diabetic and lost her a couple of years ago, and uh, she had had a leg amputated uh, about eight or nine years ago, and I was trying to find her a wheelchair, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, where do you go to for wheelchair? Do you right. Google wheelchair? So it kind of threw me into something. And that's a lot of times we react to emergencies that happen in our life mm-hmm. instead of having a plan. And so needless to say, you don't know what's going to happen. And so I got to think, man, how many people get thrown into things where maybe they need a place to go get oxygen for somebody or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in-home care or just, you know, maybe a van that can uh, be handicap accessible for mm-hmm. them, whatever. So that's what we're trying to do is just find some of those needs that people 
have and then give them trusted names that can help them. Okay. So what is what are those websites? Let's let's get those Okay, so there. you got haystackhelp.com is our actual referral list and then we have haystackhelpradio.com and that'll have all of our podcasts from all of our shows and a lot of thing about our sponsors, so haystackhelpradio.com mm-hmm. and then referralsforseniors.com that is for uh, really for caregivers, family members and uh, and for seniors. Of course, anyone can go to any of those sites and we have a helpline that's 303-333-HELP. That's 303-333-4357. That comes right to my cell phone. So if anybody ever needs help, uh, sometimes we have people that call and could you mow my lawn, <laughs> that kind of thing. But uh, we will try to help people in any way we can. Okay, well, yeah. fantastic. So this is Kim Munson. I have in studio with me Scott Watley, one of my fellow colleagues here at KLZ 560. And uh, you, you're a busy guy because you don't only do this. You also have a show on Saturday, Sportsman of Colorado. And I know that that is something you love. That is really something I love for sure. Yeah, and, you know, being here at the station, I was just – Riding around thinking, and I've always been a hunter, came here from Texas and an outdoors guy. And I was like, why isn't there more on the radio about the outdoors? And there was a gentleman, Terry Wickstrom, uh, that's been doing it for many, many years here in Denver. And um, Terry's done a great job. But I just thought, man, I'd love to cover that. So I just went here to the station and said, hey, you know, if I buy an hour every Saturday, what could I get it for? And then went to a few uh, mom and pop kind of stores. I haven't done anything with any big corporate sponsors like Cabela's or Bass Pro, whatever. I've just tried to go to those small mom-and-pop stores where they're trying to do what they love to do mm-hmm. and try to give them a reasonable uh, uh, fee for them to come on the radio and advertise. And, uh, and you know, we had our first show. I thought of, I, we were actually in church, my wife and I, and uh, she has reminded me of this. And she said, I looked at her and I said, I'm going to start an outdoor radio show. And that was November of 2012. And the first Saturday of January of 2013, Sportsman of Colorado Radio was born. So in just about six, seven weeks, uh, went from a thought to reality. And, uh, well, you know, we've been blessed to carry it through now since 2013 and and loving every minute of it. Now, what an entrepreneur you are. And, and you really have become a voice in the sportsman community here in Colorado because I see people coming in and out doing interviews. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you've really become a voice. We've tried to. And, I mean, you you know, I, I certainly don't pretend to be an expert in every field of the outdoors, but uh, I mean, I'm not a big fishing guy. I mean, I love to go fishing. We go to Alaska and fish and things mm-hmm. like that. Kevin Flesh comes on the show, our attorney, which you've had on your show. <laughs> Kevin's a big fisherman, but you know, I love the outdoors and hunting. But now a lot of it has even turned to the whole idea of um, guns and, you know, and of course we get the anti-hunters too that hate, you know, hunting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, and we respect that. And if people don't like the hunt, that's fine, and we tell you, you don't have to, but uh, it is um, kind of unbelievable sometimes the viciousness that they come back after, um, you know, people that do love to hunt and, uh, you know, and harvest uh, an elk, uh, which I'm planning to do here in just a couple of weeks, archery, and uh, which is a huge challenge when you, it is a big you got challenge. a bow and an arrow when yeah. you're out got to it. get an elk. And, uh, but, you know, we harvest that elk, eat that elk. I mean, we, you know, and uh, it, it but, really is the circle of life. It, it always has been mm-hmm. within nature. And so we 
when you start to mess around with nature, sure. uh, things you have unintended consequences on that. For example, you might have a, an elk population that that grows so much that there's not enough food out there, and then you start to have elk that are dying because uh, they're not healthy. There's not enough enough food, right. and so hunting has been something that uh, that's probably one of the first things that man did when uh, you know when creation <laughs> sure. started. Absolutely, it sure is. You know. And uh, just real quick, um, yeah, we just had one of our, our PHs, which stands for Professional Hunter in South Africa, on August 13th. And they weren't even hunting. They were actually out tracking some animals and uh, got gored by Cape Buffalo. And gentleman's about 42 years old. I've hunted with him four times over there. And um, he lost that battle of, and uh, just passed away on Saturday. I'm sorry. And, um, and so it's been a, a, a tough deal. But, you know, even when Africa and we first came back and people would see zebras, you know, and different things. And I get it. At first, I told the guy I wasn't interested in mm-hmm. really harvesting a zebra because I'm like, you know, that's like a horse. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. But then when I went over there, first of all, there are millions of zebras. I mean, when I say millions, there are millions. And they only let you take the older mature ones because once they lose their teeth, they can't graze. So then where does that leave them starving to death, you know? And so that's a whole nother show about just conservation. But like you say, there's only so much land. There's only so much food, habitat for them. So you do have to harvest so many to keep those herds healthy. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, do not believe all the propaganda about giraffes and elephant. They're, they are plentiful in South Africa. Yeah, I I think it's important. It would really be great if we had honest narratives about all this, but we have so many different agendas that are being pushed forward. So let's talk about some some of those agendas. We're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, the political landscape is kind of crazy out there right now, Scott Watley. So this is Kim Munson. I'm talking with my fellow KLZ uh, host, and that is Scott Watley. He is on Haystack Help, noon to one p.m. Monday through Friday on KLC 560 and then Sportsman of Colorado 1 to 2 on Saturdays. We'll be right back. Are you looking for news, not propaganda? Ready for a news source you can actually trust? How about a news site that doesn't want to sell you a subscription? Visit CompleteColorado.com to see all the latest news from around Colorado. Complete Colorado's staff scours news sources from around the state and nation to bring you only the top stories that affect you right here in our great state. Updated three times a day, CompleteColorado.com has full-time reporters doing original investigations and reporting like newspapers used to do, as well as opinion and political commentary from a variety of Colorado voices. And CompleteColorado.com is the only place to read columnist Mike Rosen. Always fresh content, always free, always informed. CompleteColorado.com, your complete source for Colorado news. This week at the 88 Drive-In, keep your windows rolled up and your vehicles locked because things are about to get creepy. Friday the 6th through Thursday the 12th, see three scary movies for $9. It, It Chapter 2, and Scary Stories. Monday through Thursday, get one 12-inch pizza served fresh and hot along with two 16-ounce sodas, all for only $12. Plus, new this week, sip on some hot apple cider along with a sweet, crunchy churro. We're open seven days a week so get directions now on the 88 drive-in facebook page or 88 drivein.net happy trails to you until 
Welcome back. I am Kim Munson, and let's have a conversation. We are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's do have a conversation. I'm thrilled to be talking with Scott Watley, one of my fellow colleagues here on KLZ 560. You're a busy guy. You are, uh, I, I see you are very busy. Uh, and that is, uh, you have Haystack Help from noon to 1 p.m., Monday through Friday. Right. And then also you're a sportsman of Colorado, 1 to 2 on Saturday. Yes, ma'am. So before we went to break, we were talking about probably a real love, and that is uh, being a sportsman. Absolutely. The outdoors. And, you know, it's great just to be in that. First of all, we live in a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it is great. I moved here from Dallas in 1993 and uh, thought I'd be here for a few years and probably go back and uh, was in the furniture business here. Uh, Casey Fine Furniture actually oh, yeah. uh-huh. recruited me. Uh, and so I came here, managed their store for a while, and then I was a corporate sales manager for Jake Jabs at American Furniture. Right. So overall his stores and did all the sales training for Jake. And a great, great man and a great business. And uh, then got into uh, doing radio and people asking, how'd you get started? How I'm did like, that I'm happen? Like, I have no idea. Well, the other ent- entity that I uh, mentioned earlier that Chris and I were with uh, was a gentleman that had a show here uh, in town. And so uh, we got kind of introduced to radio like that. And I'd sit in with clients when they would get interviewed. And I thought, well, that's always pretty cool. But um, I mean, the first time I did it and actually did my own interview, I came in here with stacks of papers, you know, with all these notes because I'm like, oh man, I don't want to run out of things mm-hmm. to say. But once you develop, like we were talking about, those good relationships with your sponsors and clients, I mean, now you can just come in and, like you're saying, have a conversation and let them talk about who they are, what mm-hmm. they do, what they do to help people. And it is so easy when people love what they do. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. And you know, the way we have, have are structuring the show right now is, is typically on my show, segments one and two, we like to hit some headlines. Sure. And then in segments three and four, uh, have a conversation, with, a, a more serious conversation about specific issues or getting to know you better today like we're doing. Uh, and so hopefully it'll give people some nuggets of things that they can talk with others about. Mm-hmm. And so with that, Scott, there there's some very important things going on in Colorado. And uh, I actually I, I have family members that hunt. Uh, I, I'm not proficient with a firearm i i'm not i can't say i really like them right however i felt compelled to get my concealed carry permit because uh rights are like muscles if you don't exercise them you will lose them however i have to tell you that i i called my brother who is a sportsman and i said i got my concealed carry permit and he said you are the reason there should be gun control so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well i highly recommend for everybody to get it and again you know i've had mine probably 12 13 years never come close to needing it yeah and i hope i never do yeah but the way the world is today, um, you just never know. And you look at different instances where if someone would have been there um, with a firearm that maybe could have disarmed a shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the Aurora movie theater, and you know, and of course, a lot of movie theaters say you can't carry guns in here. Well, you right. know, I'll deal with all that <laughs> after the. Yeah, he drove but, past. Yeah. He drove past uh, uh, places that were not uh, gun-free zones. Right. And um, so, with that, I, I think at some point in time, I would like to carry, but I realize that I. It has to be responsible. That means I have to go through quite a bit of training and practice. And we all should do more. I mean, I don't shoot as much as I should. And so, like you say, I think that there definitely comes responsibility with that. And I highly recommend if you take a class, while it's not a law in Colorado, that you have to go to a range to get your concealed carry permit. I highly recommend, no matter what your uh, efficiency is or knowledge of a firearm is, go to a range with an instructor and 
get some training there and do that every year at least, mm-hmm. you know, just a refresher. Mm-hmm. Well, I, let's go back to this narrative that's going on out there now. There are there are are folks on the radical left that uh, their utopia would be that no everyday hardworking law abiding citizen could have firearms. Right. And you're seeing this played out, playing on emotions. Anytime there is something really tragic that happens, such as the STEM school shooting, Mm -hmm. you see that the politicians push in on this narrative to basically disarm everyday people. And the founders knew that it was really important that everyday people be able to, A, protect themselves, and B, to be able to stand against a tyrannical government. I mean, that's that's really the two reasons that sure. I see that we have the Second Amendment. And uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who said, she said, I'm so concerned that we are losing the narrative on this red flag bill that she said, perhaps we should give give in on this one. Uh, so that we can win win other things. And I, I'm listening to her, and, and I can hear, and she hang, hangs out with a lot of people from more the far left. Mm-hmm. But and what I realize is, is the due process, and, and there's not a lot of due process. In fact, had had uh, Kevin Flesh on, right. your, uh, your friend, uh, who's an attorney, to talk about due process. And there is no due process that I can see in this Colorado red flag bill. So you may be happy that government can come in and take your firearms because you don't like firearms. But where would it stop? And that's the problem with due process. No, it really is. And, you know, like you said, I think it just so anytime you you give in to something, it may not seem like your friend saying, hey, let's just give into this. It's not the end of the war. But. The more you give, you'll never get those rights back. So the more that the more that we give in to things, and so certainly no one wants anyone with a firearm that has a mental health problem. Okay, but I think we've all found out that no matter who they are, whether mental health problem or just mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> people are gonna find guns. You know, no matter what. And so, um, you know, I was looking at the form. I was talking with my guys the other day, the 4473 form that you have to fill out when you buy a a firearm. And one question on there says, have you ever been adjudicated um, for uh, a mental illness? And uh, I forgot my note here, but it says, have you ever been adjudicated for a mental illness or been in a mental institution? So, uh, and I ask... um, uh, Sheriff of Douglas County, this um, Tony Spurlock on the show, and I said, "So, so you know, do you knock on a door, or you just knock the door down? You know, when somebody says, oh, somebody's in danger.' And and I mean, at first I thought it was just a family member who could do that, but really, my understanding, anybody can correct us if we're wrong. Anybody can say. I mean, I can call and say, Steve, our board op here today, mm-hmm. you know, and producer for us. Uh, boy, I think he's a dangerous guy, and if." Mm-hmm. They go and convince that judge. He writes that for, do they go to Steve's house and gently knock on the door? They knock mm-hmm. the door down, whatever. And then let's say his wife even has some guns of her own. So they mm-hmm. take every, they're not going to say, which ones are yours or which ones are. And then what's to keep Steve then from being, because they don't take them to jail right then, my understanding. They just take their guns. Uh-huh. What's to stop him from going to um, get the kitchen knife, a store right then too, and buying another weapon? Nothing's been in. You know, no, that's, uh, and you know what? Because he's not been officially accused of anything. Exactly. Uh, I hadn't thought about that yeah. component. But I, you probably heard the story about this realtor. This was several weeks yep, ago. I did see that. Where um, she was showing a house. And it was a Sunday morning, 1130 in the morning. A guy comes in. 
asks all the questions about being interested in a house, asks to see the house, goes up to the master bedroom. At that point, things change. Uh, he asks her to take her wedding ring off, I think to get in the closet. He says, I have a knife and bear spray. And she had the great equalizer. She said, well, I have a gun. And uh, he actually, I think, sprayed her, so she was having a difficult scene. But she shot and scared him away. Mm-hmm. If she had not had that firearm... There's no way 911 could have gotten there fast enough. She might have either, she probably would have been raped and or dead. Sure. And we've had uh, Joe Dedon on Attack One Consulting. He'd be a good guest for you, too. I can give you his information. But Joe teaches uh, schools all around. He teaches teachers. He's actually teaching kids in school now what to do. I mean, fifth graders he just finished a class with here in awesome. Colorado. And uh, and so there is a lot of training. There is a lot of things about it. And I think it's, you know, we've got to have a conversation about things. But then when you see, hear people say about, you know, the gun shows, and a lot of people think, oh, there's no background check at gun shows. Well, there is. And, you know, I mean, I've never been to a gun show in our state and bought a gun. I didn't have to go through a background check. And when they talk about more extensive background checks, I don't know what that would be because mm-hmm. they check everything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not sure that I'm really jazzed about all that because that that can lead to a registry. Sure. And so I'm not sure I'm really excited about that. I, I submit to you, Scott, that, you know, if I have a, okay, if I have a spatula here on the, uh, on the counter here, that's not going to make a cake. It doesn't make a cake until I pick it up and do something with exactly. it. It's the same with a gun. A gun doesn't shoot somebody until somebody picks it up. So it's the person. And I think with the the relativism that we have moved to in America, where we don't have the foundational right and wrong and what we're teaching kids in schools, uh, I had uh, Roberta Sutton on who'd written a book, What You Don't Know That Your Kids Don't Know. She said that we are teaching a lot of darkness in our schools. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if we're not teaching uplifting things and encouraging our kids for excellence, right. we're going to start to have some problems. Sure. And we posted something on our Sportsman of, Colorado, Sportsman of Colorado radio Facebook page the other day, and it was just about a stats on alcohol and how many people are killed each year due to alcohol and all this stuff. The numbers are staggering, you know. And so where do you see the, the outrage for DUI and all of that, you know? I mean... Fast car, Corvettes can do, but you don't ever see anybody suing Chevrolet, <laughs> you know. This and so is, it is strictly an agenda and a gun thing. Yeah, yeah. it is an agenda to d- disarm uh, everyday law-abiding uh, law citizens. And this is a hill that we need to protect. This is something that we can't give in on, but we've got to work on our messaging. Absolutely. I think as I was listening to my friend, I realized I've got to work on this messaging, so I'm still working on getting my brain around it. And see, like you, and I love how you say, have a conversation. I mean, I've been trying to have anti-hunters or anti-gun people say, hey, look, come in, let's talk. But they get so angry and, you know, cursing up. I mean, they can't have a conversation about it like you and I are having, you know, and uh, wish we could do that sometimes just to see. Well, well, we'll keep working on that. Absolutely. Okay. So Scott Watley, what is the website for Sportsman of Colorado? Okay. Sportsmanofcolorado.com. And then, of course, you can follow us on Facebook as well, Sportsman of Colorado Radio. And just real quick, I mentioned in the first segment, we had a gentleman um, get killed, by an, actually mauled by Cape Buffalo. And we've set up a GoFundMe on Facebook. And you can go to our page, SportsmanofColoradoRadio.com. Left his wife, left a wife. They did not have children, but in the early 40s. And uh, like I say, they weren't even hunting at the time. And the buffalo had been caught in a poacher's 
snare and uh, so was in a very foul mood came out at about seven feet out of tall grass and uh, really did you know our buddy some damage and uh, had three major surgeries since August 13th and then lost his battle um, Saturday so yeah so if anybody can help us out there hey 5 10 15 20 bucks whatever it all adds up so okay. we'd appreciate that and that's Sportsman of Colorado you can find that there yes ma'am okay great Scott Wadley it is such an honor to get to work with I you I know we passed each fine, other for yeah, years fine, here in the hallway yeah. so no it's great to have, great and, to be here and uh, I truly love the the whole Crawford team here I do too it's a great family of people and uh you know just great opportunity for us to be able to do what we do and meet great people and be a help to our listeners and we don't want producer steve to get a big head but he's pretty good you know he is very good steve helps me out when i do live remotes for sportsman of colorado radio so we'll go to cabello's or different stores and uh some of our sponsors and do live remotes and steve always helps me and does a great job he's a good guy so scott watley thank you so much thank you ma'am And our quote for today is from Teddy Roosevelt. He was a great sportsman. And he says, if you kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. (laughs) So with that today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson signing off. God bless you, and God bless America.